gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Podcast Room 303, episode 68. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Chachahan. And as of recently, Intern E. How are you doing today, Nick? Did you almost say, how are you doing today, E? He doesn't get spoken to. He's still an intern. You're, I you, did, you almost. I, I prefer talking to him instead of you. Well, you know what? I'll go to my own podcast then. And you've, you already and e, threat, you've already threatened you, this. You and E can sit here and just mouth breathe into the mic for as for as long as you guys want. I'm, uh, I'm good. I'm the broadcast analyst. You're the color commentator. Don't get it twisted. That's that's a little rude, don't you think? <laughs> that's not a, that's not a way to talk to a friend. Uh, I'm I'm good, dude. Uh, <laughs> episode sixty eight. <laughs> we got. Well, you know, as as I threatened last week, we're going to talk about the Euros and some bets that we like for the game starting in four days. Big news in the NFL. Uh, NBA round one playoffs are done. The Colorado Avalanche are trying to find a way to blow their series. Uh, but like we predicted, the the uh, the team that wins that is looking like they're going to win uh, the Stanley Cup. Actually, not really, because the Avs look terrible. Uh, and yeah, so that's that's going to be uh, our show for today. And then obviously, Standing O and uh, find him and cut him. Yes, exactly. So we'll move right into today's trivia question. <clears throat> and in honor of sports media deciding that LeBron James is done. I feel like this is Tom Brady all over again. But in honor of sports media deciding that LeBron James is done, he'll never re- be relevant again, apparently which is preposterous. Um, (laughs) So the Lakers 30 point loss was their second largest playoff loss. What is the largest playoff loss in Lakers history and when? I mean, it's just, it's, it's just a rehashing of what you complained about at the beginning of the NBA season. When people were talking that Steph Curry is done. It's just (laughs) the new, it's just the new, like LeBron James, we looked it up is 36. He'll be 37 by the time. No, he won't. He'll be he'll be 36 when the next season starts. He'll turn 37 next season. This the man's not done. And if anything, if you know anything about championship caliber athletes and guys who have won titles and keep going, when they lose and they exit in the first round of something like this, it actually motivates them to work harder. It could actually resurrect somebody's career that didn't need to be resurrected, but it 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 could give them that little boost. So saying that, like I think you said it pre-show, Jermaine. Is this just like, is this a take that like you're required to have like Fox Sports and ESPN just like tell you, hey, this this is your take for the week. Is LeBron done? Yeah, everyone's, everyone said it's done. They're saying that the Lakers playoff window is closed and that LeBron is not going to sniff another championship and that this was his year to add another one. What? This was his year? AD8. <laughs> Like AD was injured, he had very like little supporting cast. The reason he won last year was because AD was fully healthy and an absolute monster. AD was injured for most of the playoffs. How is this? How is this championship window closing? LeBron I, adds people around him. He makes people better. Dude, I don't know. I I don't I, know. I, I mean, I get that's you, that's that that's the argument, right? Is that we're, we don't know where this where this take machine comes from. And the answer to this trivia question <laughs> is: there was a trade. That happened suddenly over the weekend, much alluded to 
you know, not totally unexpected. That's right. Aaron Rodgers got, oh, wait, no, that's not. Deshaun Watson got, ah, shoot, sorry. Julio Jones was traded Atlanta Falcon to the Tennessee Titans. And if you were listening to this podcast when it was first announced that Julio Jones requested a trade, um, I do believe that this were one of my two choices, the other being the Patriots. But I just like seeing their mind with the Patriots get players. <laughs> oh. All right, Nick, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, so Atlanta got a 2022 second round pick and a 2023 fourth round pick. The Titans got Julio Jones. Still, again, you know my you know my uh, comments on Julio Jones' name. It doesn't make sense. And what is that? And uh, 2023 uh, sixth round pick. You heard that too, E. Uh, so since the I since the 1970 merger, the most receiving yards by a Titans wide receiver in a single season, Jermaine. Do you want to guess it? Yes, I do. 1,780. Negative. The most receiving yards was 2003 Derek Mason. He had 1,303. 1,303 is the most receiving yards by a Titans wide receiver. Would you like to guess how many times Julio Jones has has, has topped 1,300 yards? Five. Six times. <laughs> so Six times. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean, the the um, the amount of fleecing that happened to the Falcons here, a second and a fourth. When you were looking for a first before the draft for him, and you get a this year's second and next year's fourth. So that brings me to ask you the question: Of the last three years, I'm going to give you three wide receiver trades. Which team? fleeced which receiving team fleeced the giving team the most okay are you ready yes best wide best wide receiver fleece okay we'll start with the buffalo bills and stefan diggs okay that's a first third fourth and sixth yes i i believe okay there's a lot of dead space we then we'll go to the arizona cardinals (laughs) and deandre hopkins yeah. And now the Titans and Julio Jones. Yeah, I mean that's a really good question. Um I don't know. I'm going to have to go with this one. I'm going to have to go with Julio Jones is the biggest fleece. So here's here's a few things. Muhammad Sadu was traded for a second round pick. <laughs> Played 8 games with the Patriots. Right. Julio Jones is owed, I believe, 38 million over the next two years, but then that contract comes off the books. Right. Okay. Over yeah. the last over the last three seasons, uh Julio Jones has the second most receiving yards over that time. In NFL history, Julio Jones leads yards per game at 95 next closest is 86 at calvin johnson next closest after that is 84 antonio brown so brown's a bum wide receiver oh yeah one of those takes i'm gonna go with this one this is and it's also you know 
Ryan Tannehill's been balling out of control. They lost Jonu Smith, so they needed another pass catcher, right? Derrick Henry now cannot have his box loaded. A.J. Brown is going to see single coverage now, and we already thought he was a damn good wide receiver. Let me interrupt you for a second, Jermaine, just so that E, can you look up the Super Bowl odds, please? Keep going, Jermaine. <laughs> you interrupted me, and that was it. You well, because I wanted him to look it up while you're talking. You could have said that in the chat, though. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you were arguably trading for the best wide receiver ever, debatable. You're arguably trading for this generation's best wide receiver. That's not debatable. Ugh. What generation would you put Calvin Johnson in? The one before that. Okay. Calvin Johnson's been retired for seven, eight years now. Okay. I'm just wondering. I'm, I, that wasn't me like attacking you. I was just wondering where you nah, would put dude, Calvin Johnson. Fight. fight me, dog. Okay. Stop, <laughs> moving, stop moving your mic and I'll fight you. Classic. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know why I said anything. <laughs> um I don't know. That's just that's of the three, that's who I like. I like Julio Jones size, I like his speed. All three of them miss games. You know, well, DeAndre Hopkins less than the other ones, but I just like the situation that he's going to. I like that the Tennessee Titans have scored the most touchdowns since as an offense since the Ryan Tannehill's taken over. I like the pairing with that offensive line, Derrick Henry and A.J. Brown. I like the division he got traded to. Like, who in that division is scaring you? Maybe Indianapolis? Like, what corner is Indianapolis putting on him? So, that's just that's how I feel about it. Which one do you prefer on that best wide receiver fleece? I Dude, it's it's got to be DeAndre Hop- Hopkins for me. Like they they literally traded away David Johnson too. They got rid of David Johnson, and basically they basically replaced David Johnson with DeAndre Hopkins. I mean, he was going to get cut anyways for like and zero dollars on the cap. True, but still. So twenty 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 two Super Bowl, Super Bowl odds. The Chiefs are the Chiefs are still leading at plus uh, five twenty five. What are the Titans at, Eric? I, it, it's got to be the, the DeAndre Hopkins not giving up a first round pick for DeAndre Hopkins. I get it that Julio is the is the best wide receiver, and he's going to fit amazingly into this Titans offense. Thank God Arthur Blank isn't there anymore. <laughs> Arthur so, Blank is the Falcons owner, or not? You yeah, mean not Arthur Smith. Thank you, Arthur Smith. Jesus, thank thank God <laughs> uh, Arthur Blank is is a member of the or owner of the Falcons. Um, it, it's always good to see the Falcons fail like they normally do. Uh, Titans are plus 3,000 right now. Hammer the Titans. Bro, I saw that and I was just like, ooh, pizza money. How updated is that? E plus 3,000? I I I'm I'm not I'm not gonna say you're wrong, but that's I if it if it is still Titans plus three thousand after the Julio trade, everybody who listens to this show needs to go bet a mortgage on it. Eleven hours ago. They have no excuse. They know about Julio. Yeah, (laughs) plus three. Yeah, wow. Um, that's, that's, that's shocking. You've run Did me you just speechless. make a bunch of dad noises? Yeah. Wow. 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 That's a, oh, that's a price. Uh, that's a price that I wouldn't pass. So that's a, okay. Listen, folks, that's a deal right there. If you don't go and hammer that deal, 
It's my Minnesota dad. Voice. Nick Nick was trying not to pay the to to pay the bag boy. He was doing the old pat down. Like, oh, I think I got some cash around here somewhere. Oh, 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 oh sorry, son. I don't have a I don't have a winner on me. I don't have an old dollar bill. I'll have to get you next time. <laughs> so 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 Julio Jones, yes, is is the greatest wide receiver of our generation and probably a, t- a top five wide receiver of all time. Not probably a top five wide receiver of all time. Maybe the greatest wide receiver of all time. Definitely I debatable. Just, I, I think he'll fit in this Titans offense. Well, I still think AJ Brown is the focal point in Tennessee. And I think you're going to see his usage stay the same, except now Ryan Tannehill has Julio Jones to throw to. And I think, I think Julio Jones is a little bit over the hill. That's not crazy to say. So I still I think getting a DeAndre Hopkins in his prime and not giving up a first round pick and getting to trade <laughs> David Johnson, that's that's my biggest fleece. No, they had to they had to to they had to pay him as soon as they got him, though. Good. Pay him. He's in his prime. I don't know, man. I'm going. Hulu, I'm going Julio. You just told me that Julio Jones is going to be the second option. I believe so. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's your second option. All right. Yeah. Be- that's the best trade in history. Then you just traded for Julio Jones as your second option. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> like, come on now. That, that makes my point for me. That's no, a, it doesn't. It's a ballsy fucking. That's great. So, so we so we can both agree. That the Titans plus three thousand is is an absolute steal of money. That's a Vegas, that's a free Vegas coupon right there. It's it's pretty outrageous considering the Bills, Ravens, and Rams have sixteen hundred better odds, like plus sixteen hundred better odds. What? Like, I don't. How, how how does that make sense to you? Make that makes make that make sense. Make that right. make sense. It doesn't. Uh, I think that's all we've got for the NFL, though. Unless you got something else. No, they're plus twenty five. They're plus twenty five hundred on Bavada. I just wanted to make sure. Jesus, that's. I still take yeah. that, dude. That's, that's fun yeah. money. Hammer it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I don't loss. He doesn't know what to say, ladies and gentlemen. We'll move on. So the NHL has finally come to terms with the Canadian government, right? Those staunch border keepers. If only we had that that motto to keep our borders closed. Agree to terms for cross-border travel, starting with the semifinals, with no need for quarantine. For a while there, the Canadian government was like, "Uh -uh! (laughs) uh-uh, not today. I wonder how this impacts. I wonder when we'll see the Toronto Blue Jays move back into their new home or their old home. The Rogers Center. I wonder. I, I wonder how this imp- impacts them not playing in New York anymore. Um, I almost bet that they've just kind. Of, they've already settled in. I don't know if they want to move back home. Do you? Yeah. No, I don't think so. It's so weird to see major league games go on there, isn't it? Where are they playing? Uh, in Brooklyn. Rochester. No, Rochester. Rochester. Maybe whatever their triple A team is. Yeah, it's not a major league stadium, and you can tell whenever no. you see Blue Jays highlights. A Buffalo, it's like Bo- sorry, Buffalo. It's like Bo Bichette went yard. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, so yeah, he's hitting at a middle school field. 
<laughs> and it's like, yo, is, is that fence 200 feet in? Yeah. <laughs> the left field line is 175 feet. No wonder he's hitting home runs. Can we just talk about how red hot the Montreal Canadiens are? I was just, thank you for bringing this point up, because my next point was going to be, the Canadians are winning the Stanley Cup. <laughs> it has to. Has I, to. I, and I, know I, I know I say that, but, like, they're winning the Stanley Cup. E, can we get the odds on the Canadians to win the Stanley Cup? Yeah. They, They've they absolutely mollywhopped the Winnipeg Jets, dude. They're the hottest team in the You're putting it on them. Even Tampa Bay's dropped a game this series. Get yeah. Carolina. Yeah. I mean, Winnipeg is awful. I mean, that, that division. They won a playoff series, though. That division. That division was awful. But, yeah, I mean, I guess they, yeah, I guess that's that's a good point. They won a playoff series. And they're getting mollywopped by the by the 2021 Stanley Cup champions. Montreal yeah, Canadiens. 100%. You heard it here. Crown yeah. it now. Um, what's the other what's the, the other series that's three nil is the other West Coast series, correct? That's not West Coast, I guess it's four divisions now. Which the, uh, so, so the, the Islanders just the Islanders just beat the Bruins. They're up three one. The Avs and the Knights play tomorrow. It's two two. The uh we talked Islanders, about Islanders Bruins are two two and they're playing right now. I thought they just I thought the game's over. What whatever. Who 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 cares? Um Oh, it might be over. So then it's three two. Oh, you know, it's sorry. It's playing. It's playing in the. Uh, it's playing in the third right now. The Islanders are up five three. The Canadians are up two nothing. The end of the first right now. Game four. Uh, Tampa Bay is up three one on on Carolina. Oh, so there isn't another three zero. There isn't another three zero. No. Oh wow. wow! And then the Avs. Avs Knights two two. Dude, the who had Islanders beat Bruins. I did not. <laughs> yeah, I, I I had I had the Bruins going. To, I had the Bruins and the and the winner of the Knights. I had the Bruins and the Avs going to the Cup. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, so, I like Tampa Bay, but the Vegas Golden Knights are plus. Good. Okay, all right. These I, I don't know where you're pulling these odds from, E. But Colorado is plus one seventy five. If you guys have watched a minute of the Colorado Vegas series, Colorado has won four periods. They've played four games. Colorado has won four periods. The fact that the Vegas Golden Knights are plus four hundred to win the Stanley Cup right now that needs to be hammered. That that's incredible. The Avs are going to lose this series. This is don't don't be swayed by the Avs winning. 7-1 and then winning and then winning 3-2 in game 2. This series is over. The Vegas Golden Knights have won it. Yeah, I mean four periods for those of you listening at home, there's three periods. <laughs> three periods. Yeah. In a single game of of professional ice hockey. Golden Knights at plus 400 is sexy. I like that, bro. <laughs> Throw $100 plus 1100 for the Canadians though. Yeah. Plus eleven hundred for the game. I don't seriously think the Canadians are going to win, but I but boo. It's not, but it's not it's not called pizza money for for any reason, bro. You know hockey is all about being hot. We've seen it, yeah, all but the, the time. But the problem is they're going to have to wait. If they beat Winnipeg tonight, they have to wait. They no, don't. They're going to wait one. No, they who don't. They, who are they? No, who's they, the next? Who are they playing if they win? We we don't know it. They reseed. Oh, they reseed. Yeah. yeah. So that so Ooh. the so I mean, remember the abs? The abs absolutely blew out 
the wild. Like crushed them. That that reseed is shitty. Or no, blues, sorry. As blew out the blues. And then they had to wait while Vegas played seven games. So Man, that's pretty yeah. shitty. Yeah. So I, you know, I would love to see the Canadians win it. And I yeah, you're right. Hockey is the one playoffs where if a team gets hot at the right time, <laughs> watch that out. Was, uh, that was under normal seating. This yeah. new seating fucking throws me off. Every time I try to think I understood the new seating, <laughs> I get a no. new wrinkle thrown my way. No, no, no. And they're also just going to play in an outdoor rink in Saskatchewan. It was just a new rule. I feel like that's that's happened like with the NHL this year. They're like, we can't find anywhere to play. Let's just go to dad's outdoor rink. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it'd be tight. I'd actually love to see that, bro. What is what, what is, is that? Plus one twenty-five. Oh, Colorado minus one forty-five. Jeez, how is that possible? Well, because Colorado won two at home. I see why that's possible. But I'm yeah. hammering that plus one twenty-five. Y- you need to hammer Vegas plus plus four hundred. That's that's incredible. So I actually so I, I liked Vegas versus Tampa Bay in in the uh in the finals. That's looking like the most likely matchup. Yeah. Is there any way Vegas and Tampa Bay play in the in the whatever they're gonna call it, the Western or Eastern Conference Finals? Or the conference finals because I guess the, 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 they'll just call it, they're just calling it the semifinals this year, the Stanley Cup semifinals. There we go, semifinals. Uh, is there any way that they play? Let's see. Uh, the so the uh, the Brewers are a number four seed. The Islanders are a number, or the Bruins are a number three. The Islanders are a number four. Uh, okay. The Lightning are a number three. The Golden Knights are a number two, and the Canadians are a number four. So if the Canadians win, if the Canadians don't blow four straight games, they would be the lowest ranked seed. Then if the and Islanders. Yes, and Vegas would be the highest. So yes, they would they would technically play based on resetting. All right, so yeah, so the the Stan Lords Stanley Cup can be. E, can you look up what the matchup odds are for the Islanders Knights? That's probably something to. Or sorry, Ooh, the the, uh, the the um Golden the Knights, Knights. Yeah, Lightning. Golden Knights and the Lightning. Yes, thank you. In the yeah. Cup Finals, that's a fun thought- bet too. I thought Boston looked good. I really think they did, but I, I don't know if game two and game three going to overtime has kind of like cooled them off. I was watching the game earlier and they, I mean, Brad Marshan blew two open nets. How do you like, do that? I, I don't I, like he sh- So got the goalie out of position, had the puck on his stick, shot it. Like the puck hopped over his stick. He managed to grab it take it around the net and the goalie was out. The goalie was like, where is the puck? Verlamos was like, where the puck? He had a wide open net and just literally just needed to tap it in. And the puck hopped over his stick again. Or no, sorry. He <laughs> shot it. He, he shot it across the net. <laughs> I was like, Oh, oh. man, that's, that's snake bitten right there. <laughs> oh, yeah. damn. So you wanted to, Oh, five, four Bruins just put one in. Oh, there we go. See, I'm talking see that's, I'm talking about them being snake bit. And so you want to know what happened, right? On Saturday, I'm partying on the beach. As one some does. Boy, some boys from Boston were here. I think, so I, kept, I think it's Boston. I don't give a fuck what it is. So I kept telling him, how about them nets? 
And then they had the game on in the living room, and I walked into the living room and saw it, and I was just like, let's go, Islanders. And as I said that, I went into their pisser, pissed, walked out, said, let's go, Islanders again, walked past the TV, asked them about to step out, Islanders put one in the net. And you said it a third time. And Yeah, and then I started fucking doing the DX fucking (laughs) suck it sign. Yeah, so I – I, I think, I, I mean, we're just giving out free bets on this show. That's what we're doing. Titans plus 3,000. We gave that one out. Vegas plus 400. You need to get them now before before Vegas realizes some intern has put those in. Some intern E has put those odds in, and they got through the Vegas system somehow. If you hate money, then don't ride. <laughs> yeah, if you don't like free money coupons, and we're giving out two on the show, and we're about to give out more with the Euros. Yeah, definitely. So let's move into the NBA. Yeah, so the the Blazers and their coach parted parted ways, prompting Damian Lillard to say that he wants Jason Kidd to mere hours later, Jason Kidd saying he doesn't, with Jason Kidd withdrawing his name from the Blazers coaching job consideration. His, His little, like... Fuck you message was awesome too. The Blazers organization is a world-class organization. But at this time, I'm going to withdraw my name from coaching consideration. <laughs> yeah, real world-class. You want to coach on me? <laughs> he said, y'all ain't winning shit. I ain't going there. <laughs> yeah, you guys aren't winning anything. All right, so that Girl. begs the question. Is Damian Lillard a blazer at the start of next season? I think so. I, I I think that he I think that he wants to win with this team. I think he really does. I mm. think if if I'm Damian Lillard, I walk into the front office, the GM's office, I kick in, I don't even walk in, I kick in the door and I say, Can I get somebody, please? <laughs> so that but I don't does- have to put up 55 a night. If I'm Dame, I summon the GM to my office. (laughs) (laughs) And I demand him to trade bum-ass CJ McCollum and a first-round pick for Bradley Beal. Yeah, that'll do do it. You know, that's just me as Dame Miller, you know, in my office contemplating. In my office. I love it. I invite the GM <laughs> to my office. Hey, yeah. Call him in. Yeah, hey, have a seat, Doug. Just uh, just send a quick little text. Can you come to my office? Not even a please. No punctuation. <laughs> no, you just you give him a room number. Can you meet me in suite uh, 115, please? Oh, man. If Dame Lillard doesn't have an office there, I mean, he owns that building now. So I, he, <laughs> I he, has to. He, he has to have an office. He has to. Yeah, so he, his office probably is the GM's office. Let's be honest. No, dude, if it was, he would have traded CJ a long time ago. <laughs> All right. So the first round is over of the NBA playoffs. So I'll review the matchups here, Jermaine, and then you can, and, and then you and, and potentially intern E, if he's done mouth breathing, can, uh, can talk about, the matchups, the second round matchups. So round one, we had the Jazz beat the Grizzlies 4-1. Uh, 
an excellent series in between Dallas and the Clippers. The Clippers won last night in a game seven in which Luka Doncic tried his damn, tried everything he had, gave everything he had to try to pull the Mavs behind him like an anchor. I'm just going to make a quick comment. Two best words in all of sports, game seven. Luka Doncic accounted for 77 points, assisted and scored last night. Most ever in a game seven. Yeah, I think he scored and one he million points in the series. And he lost. Uh, the the matchup that surprised me, and I'm sure surprised you guys, uh, Denver beat Portland 4-2 and, and pretty easily cleaned up those the those games. I don't think they're going to make it out of the second round, but uh, and and their opponent in the second round will be Phoenix, uh, the Phoenix Suns. They beat the Los Angeles Lakers four to two on the Eastern Conference side. Philly beat Washington four one. The Hawks beat the Knicks four one after Nick after Knicks fans went bonkers after a, their first playoff win. What an iconic a, video of fame in, in a long time, and then forgot to show up for the next four games. Uh, the the Bucks. The Bucks, in really my true surprise of the playoffs, smashed the Heat, swept the Heat 4-0, and the Brooklyn Nets beat Boston 4-1 in a series that didn't really seem like it was 4-1. We'll get, I'll, I'll get you guys' thoughts here in a second. So that that gives us the Eastern Conference semis then. Number one seeded Philly playing number five Atlanta. Obviously, Atlanta won last night. Well, you guys can get into that too. The second matchup, number two, the Brooklyn Nets playing number three Milwaukee on the Western side for the conference finals. The number one Utah Jazz will play the number four Los Angeles Clippers and the number two uh, Phoenix Suns will play the Denver Nuggets. All right, boys, give me your thoughts on the first round and what's happened so far in the second round. Um, who had Trey Young winning a playoff series before Luka Doncic? No oh, hands. I, Nobody. Oh wait. I, I wait. love asking that question. I love asking that question because Atlanta got absolutely roasted for trading. Essentially, they traded away and they gave up Luka Doncic to get Trey Young, and they got picks out of it. And now, Atlanta has one of the best offensive squads not super great at defense and they absolutely made Julius Randle look pedestrian who looked like an all NBA talent regular season. He couldn't show up in playoffs. I just thought that was the most fascinating thing to come out of the playoffs on this. I think Jason Tatum, uh, not having Jalen Brown finally established the pecking order in Boston. I think the Brooklyn Nets are scary. Good. I think Joel Embiid should not be able to do the things that he does as a seven-foot-one man. It is unreal. He's like pirouetting in air. It's probably why he's always hurt because <laughs> he needs to just fucking lay it up and stop. <laughs> but And, um, I mean, the Bucks look savage. We'll see what they can do against the Nets. It's not looking too well. But And as far as the West goes, um, Chris Paul and A.D., just battled to see who could be the most injured and, and cost their team the series. Uh, <laughs> uh, Dame Lillard literally can't count on anyone. And when he has a bad game, no one steps up to like bail him out. Let's see who, what else happened? Um, Dylan Brooks 
uh, gets praised as being a terrific defender, which he is, but he also leads the league in fouls every year. So you can't be that great a defender if you're averaging five fouls a game. So no, maybe clean that he up. holds on to people. That's yeah, why yeah. he's so good at defending because <laughs> he doesn't let them physically get to the basket. Yeah, yeah, that's why I'm always like, dude, can people like evaluate this objectively? Like, please. <laughs> that's um, like a corner. That's like a cornerback being great at deflections. You're like, he's great at deflections, but you're like, the ball hit him right in his hands. He should be great at interceptions. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, we saw the death of LeBron. Apparently, he's dead. That's what that's he's what I've been told. He's RIP. dead. R.I.P. R.I.P. Second greatest. We won't get into that. <laughs> and more then like, uh, more like not even in the top ten right now, if you ask me. Oh, one dude, one let, first one uh, first round playoff loss. <laughs> See ya. Top twenty five, maybe. <laughs> Talk to me when you win, bro. <laughs> Winners only, so, LeBron. Let me tell you this. I was told uh, this week that Kawhi Leonard is not a top ten player. In the league right now. In the league right now. I was, was told this, this. Was this a text message thread? Yes. Was it? Is he? Is he currently a part of this podcast? No, he's not. Okay. No, I that was. I thought that was e ranting. He did say he hates Kawhi Leonard for some reason. Yeah, but he's because he hit because Eric Palma hates black people. I think that's. I think that's what he said. He was like, also Kawhi Leonard is trash at basketball. That's what the text message said. Wow. All right, Eric. I didn't know that's what you said. He just so, texted it in the group chat. <laughs> so he um Kawhi Leonard sunk the 76ers in game seven with a buzzer beater. So he hates Kawhi Leonard because of that. When Toronto won the title, he ended Philadelphia's chance at winning a title, and he's still not over it. Uh even though Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons are probably gonna do that enough for him. So <laughs> Kawhi Leonard shot 61% on 33 points per game. In a seven-game series, and I'm told this man's not not a top ten player. Kawhi Leonard on the road in this series shot seventy three percent on the road. Not very good. He missed twenty twenty over twenty five percent of his shots. That's why he's on not. That's why, that's why he's not a top ten player. He missed twenty five. He missed over twenty five percent of his shots. That's that's a bum attitude. It's outlandish that I had to hear that this week, and I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And the names that were said above him, Kyrie, Kyrie above Kawhi. Doug, you just need to make Kyrie think about something, and he's out for the entire playoffs. He's out for the entire series. Doug, just ask him about dinosaurs. Be like, Kyrie, have you heard about this multiple Earth theory, like multiple realities? And he'll be like, he's done. <laughs> Um. Yeah, and so we'll move on. Uh, I was pretty shocked to see that no five through eight seed actually advanced. I figured we were due for one this year. I'm gonna, uh, figured- I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you with a Jermaine Tox out of his ass. The Atlanta Falcons or the Atlanta uh, Hawks are a number five seed. Yeah, they had the same record as the Knicks, though. Yeah, but they're a number five seed. They had the same record, though. I, I, dude, I listen. I am on NBA.com looking at the bracket right now, and it says Atlanta was a number five seed. Both of them were forty-one and thirty-one. Okay. I don't care about four and five. It's the same okay. team. It's the okay. Same team. It's four A and four B. It's the same thing. All right. Like, what do you want from me? That's the same thing. 
And clearly they were 4A. So I stand by what I says. Now we have the Atlanta Hawks versus Philadelphia 76ers who already stole one. So book it. Trey Young to the Eastern Conference Finals. And Brooklyn without James Harden already beat the Bucks. So book it. Nets to the Eastern Conference Finals. Thoughts? Uh, yeah. Agree? Disagree? Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're the basketball expert on this podcast, so sure. I think, yeah, I think Trey, I think Trey Young sweeps the 76ers. I think Joel Embiid pulls an Anthony Davis, tries to pirouette, tweaks his calf, Hawks in four, book it. E, can you look up, can you look up the uh, series prices for Hawks in four, please? What that would be? And we can get the people to hammer that. Of any bets that I talk about today, the Hawks in four is a is a dead ringer. Yeah, there's no way. Sixers are done. They can't shoot. They can't defend. It was painfully obvious. <laughs> they gave up 128 points. Joel Embiid scored 39, had no help. Yeah. I guess 39 on team. one knee. 39 on one knee. And there isn't yeah. a single soul on that team that could can guard him, but for some reason he doesn't want 40 points. Yeah. <laughs> Can't even get forty points. The Bucks, the Bucks, the Brooklyn Net, Brooklyn Nets are going to the NBA Finals. The the Bucks championship window is done, right? It's it's over. This just just blow it up. The the Bucks are awful. They're an awful team. I, I yeah, hope they, people they know. Need I hope people know that this next couple of these these last couple of takes have been fucking pure satire. <laughs> I don't know. People, are I, I don't think people drunk. think of people think we're being completely serious. No, the 76ers yeah. are not done. I. No, the, the Bucks, Bucks are, are done this year. They're down yeah. 21 to the Nets without Harden. And I don't, dude, I don't see who's beating the Nets. Uh, Maybe I'm downplaying a team. Yeah, because we lost our darling. Portland lost, so there's nobody to beat the Nets anymore. <sighs> RIP Portland. RIP Portland. All right. So so yeah, I think that's I, I think that's the best. That's that that's the most likely scenario. Is Atlanta. Is Atlanta beats the 76ers. Adjusted, adjusted series prices. Hawks plus 105. That seems ridiculous. Okay. Wow. Uh, is a, we, <laughs> talked, we talked earlier in this podcast about Vegas not correcting. That's an overcorrection. Holy cow. Hammer the Sixers, ladies and gentlemen. What, yeah, what is the Sixers series price? Vegas likes to do these bets. Minus, Minus 125. Take that all day. Okay, so I, so I, so I joked. That this bet was going to be the bet that you guys need to take. 76ers at minus 125. My my seventy five thousand dollar TSP is about to go on that. I'm going to withdraw it tomorrow and I'm going to put it on the 76ers. No balls, but you won't. Bet slips only. <laughs> it's, about, it's about to be pink. It's about to be pink slips if I do that. All right. So so talk to me about the Western Conference Finals. Utah and the Clippers and Denver and the Suns. Bro, two fascinating matchups, two great matchups. And both teams kind of have like a polar opposite going on, right? Phoenix is dominated by guard play, and that dictates their motion offense that gets them the assists. Nuggets are dominated by their center, who's going to win MVP, Nikola Jokic, right? Who orchestrates the offense like a fucking maestro. And so you have these two polar opposites going at each other. Phoenix Suns are deep. They have long-arm talent, but they don't really have anyone who can match up with Nikola Jokic. We're going to find out just how good DeAndre Ayton has gotten at defense, which is 
one of the more interesting developments that's happened this season. DeAndre Ayton has gotten so good that I'm almost curious if it's like a team effect where he just knows where to stand now. <laughs> Chris you Paul yells I mean? at him. Chris Paul yells at him to stand in a place, and he just reaches his arm his arms up. So we'll find out because he's going to have to guard Nikola Jokic one on one sometimes. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> Yo, and that's not an easy task. From E, the series prices are Nuggets plus one seventy five, Suns minus one ten. That Nuggets price looks scrumptious at plus one seventy five. Yeah. I, I he, here's know. here's here's the thing: if the Nuggets play like the first three games of that Portland series, or sorry, if the Nuggets play like game one of the Portland series and game four of the Portland series, no chance. They have no chance against the Suns. If they play like any of the other games, it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great series. It's gonna be a seven game series, and I don't really know who wins. Ah. It's that's what makes that matchup so fascinating. And you still have that bugaboo from the first round. Is Chris Paul healthy? <laughs> it's the playoffs, so no. E, can we pull up yeah. will will Chris Paul be healthy? <laughs> It'll be yeah. What it'll be no <laughs> minus ten thousand. <laughs> hammer, hammer, hammer. Put the seventy five thousand. Put the seventy five thousand on that. Yo, him and James Harden. You can always count on it. James Harden's hurt now too. Playoff God, ah, unreal. And then so the other plus six hundred thousand. The other. <laughs> so the other thing we have is Clippers versus. Jazz. And I I don't think the Clippers have a shot. Am I when, wrong here? When are we gonna start? I like I agree with you completely. When are we going to start? <laughs> we have bagged the Jazz this whole season. Are we ever gonna flip it as a podcast? Absolutely not. <laughs> I said it when I bagged them the first time. I'm gonna sit here and shit on them until they prove me wrong. The Jazz are gonna win this series four. The Jazz are gonna win this series four zero. They're gonna win the Western Conference Finals, and then we're gonna be in the NBA Finals going. This is the worst team ever. Doug, they beat the fucking Grizzlies. (laughs) Like, what do you want me? You want me to throw them a goddamn parade? All right, congratulations. Dope that you handed out four more scholarships, but prove something. Prove something. I don't have faith in them. I they don't have faith in them. By the way, what? I know you don't have faith in them. You've been saying that entire season. I was just making sure that you're not going to flip in this podcast because what if they sweep the Clippers? I said, if they win a championship, then I will stop. <laughs> okay. They're the Atlanta fucking Hawks, bro. They're the Atlanta <laughs> Hawks from 2013. Or. <laughs> Sorry, 2014, 2015, 2000. Was that was that the was that the Josh Johnson team? Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson, thank you. Joe Johnson, Kyle Corver, Josh, right. Josh Smith, Paul Millsap, Jeff Teague. Yeah, it was that squad. That squad that kept winning regular season games, but when it came to the playoffs, they couldn't get it done. We'll see. I hope they prove me wrong. I'm not, I don't want them not to win. I just don't have faith in them. Yeah. If you if you told me Utah's line was plus 300 to win the series right now, I wouldn't bet it. Yeah. I just saw what Kawhi did to Luka and Luka is much better than Donovan Mitchell. 
The Jazz have a more complete team than the, the Mavericks, though. The, yeah, that's because they have a team. <laughs> uh, did, you, did you see that the uh, the 76, 76's uh, GM, Daryl Morey, got fined? Uh, got fined, or Sorry, Daryl Morey and Steph Curry both got fined $75,000 for tampering. Not Steph Curry. 76ers organization and Daryl Morey both got fined 75. Oh, okay. All right. They t- they tampered because Steph Curry made an Instagram post about his brother Seth Curry. And <laughs> so Daryl Morey screenshot it and posted on Instagram. He's like, he's like, what do you say? Come on down. Was come on down or come on over? Insinuating Steph should come join his brother in Philadelphia. Yeah, is that tampering? Is that, is that really a seventy-five thousand dollar offense? That's coming out of the. That's if I'm Daryl Morey, I'm I am paying one hundred and fifty thousand dollars out of public coffers. I'm taking that money directly from the owner. I'm like, I'm not using any of the team's money to pay this. I'm like, yeah. It's such an asinine thing to find someone for. Are you kidding me? I had to sit up there and listen to LeBron James for 18 months talk about how AD was coming to the Lakers. How AD was so, like, he was like, AD's so dreamy. Look at him. He's so tall. He has the best eyebrow in the game. (laughs) Best eyebrow. I had to listen to LeBron do that for 18 months, bro. Then... LeBron calls up Chris Wade and D. Bosch and says, uh, D. Bosch, <laughs> Chris Wade and D. Bosch, did you hear that? <laughs> Chris Bosch and Dwayne Wade. Same well, Charles, Charles Jordan, Michael Barkley. And, and tells him, hey, let's go to Miami. Let's go to Miami. Nobody says anything. There's no, there's no fucking call for tampering there. Then he says, the only way I'm coming back to Cleveland is if you get me a third person. His exact words. Well, don't worry. He's, he's dead now. So we don't need to yeah, worry I mean, about LeBron he's tampering de- anymore. He's dead, he's, dead. he's dead to the league. He's he's, dead. He should just retire at this point. Like I just constantly commenting on players. Are you going to tell me Daryl Morey said, come on down as we're fine? Daryl Morey's just slugging beers on his back deck in Philadelphia and, <laughs> and trying to be funny on social media <laughs> and getting fined. And he's, and he's, and he's killing it. He's killing it, bro. This is also the same GM, by the way. Who backed, who backed the Hong Kong pro, pro? Get out of my head. I was just about to say, dude, LeBron James called Adam Silver on his special LeBron phone and said, did you see what Daryl Morey just posted? You should find him. And Adam Silver said, yes, LeBron. Right away, LeBron. Can I get some sneakers, LeBron? Yeah. <laughs> what do you, I like Remember that one time, LeBron, that you broke COVID protocol, but we didn't enforce it? Because this fucking league. Dreamy. This fucking league, bro. Hypocritical, soft ass league. I saw Jay Crowder do a salsa dance and get thrown out of a game. <laughs> was it a terrible, was it a terrible salsa dance? Was the referee also a salsa dance instructor? And he was like, that's yeah. the worst. Get out of here. That's the worst salsa no, dance. LeBron James has a salsa dance commercial for tropical like cranberry tropical sprite or something like that and lebron is in it salsa dancing it's very exaggerative and lebron's six nine so he's already moving his hips too much for a six nine dude you know what i mean so it's gonna look a little off place yeah 
<laughs> and so it really wasn't that bad. But Jay Crowder, when they're dusting him in game six and they're sending LeBron packing, he does the salsa dance and they tee him up again and toss him out because he had a technical from earlier on that stupid double technical rule. It's unreal. Gotta love it. Okay, so LeBron LeBron sucks, but he's dead. We don't need to worry about it anymore. Tom, Tom speaking of speaking of the New York Knicks and their one playoff win, Tom Thibodeau is now the NBA coach of the year. Tom Thibodeau is the greatest coach in NBA history. Yes or yes? Uh yes. <laughs> I, I guess I, I, I only I, know, had, yeah. I only had yes. I know. I that's yes why. is an option. <laughs> Uh, I love Tom Thibodeau, but that is uh, the maximum amount of hyperbole one can achieve in a singular sentence. So uh, we're going to leave it, leave it there. He's the third Knicks coach to win the award, and second, it's his second time winning it since Chicago in 2010-2011. He beat out Monty Williams and Quinn Snyder. Shout out Tom Thibodeau. I called it. If you place your bets, you won some money. Congratulations to those of you who won money. Fuck you, E. You lost money because you swore it was Monty Williams. We're moving on to the Euros. Why yeah, is so this last, over here to the so, side? So last week, we we talked about the groups. Now we're going to give you uh, what we like to see in our bets. E, can you also pull up on the side uh, like to make the, uh, to make the elimination stage? Because I know that there's those four additional teams that uh, get to qualify, the third-place teams that qualify. So we'll talk first about Group A, right? So we'll talk about the group odds, who we think is going to make it, who we think is going to win it, and then uh, a, a goal scorer, leading goal scorer, and any props that E sees that he likes. So talking about Group A, we have Italy, Switzerland, Turkey, and Wales. Italy is the betting favorite right now. They're minus uh, – they're, all these are to win it, by the way. They're minus 186. Uh, Switzerland is next at, at plus 475. Turkey and Wales round out the group. Any value you see here, Jermaine? I mean, I always see value. Switzerland to win is plus 475. Yep. Actually, you know, I don't really see that. Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't like the value there. I think it really takes that one. I think I think it's a well, it's a well odd, well odd group. So group B will move on. Belgium minus 139. They're the betting favorite. Denmark, Russia, and Finland finish out next. Denmark is the next closest at plus 260. The fact that I what has happened with Belgium that the odds makers don't like Belgium. So here's the thing. They have not liked Belgium essentially ever. <laughs> like, Belgium hasn't gotten older. They've gotten younger, and they're still a team that dominates international play yeah I, I don't know what to tell you i just know that even in the world cup when they were kind of darlings and france fucking gave it to them they kind of had that same this same aura around them like no one actually really believes them i think one, <laughs> like, i think i think 140 is maybe a little bit high of a price to pay Maybe we'll come back to it as we move through the group. So we'll move to Group C. Netherlands is the betting favorite in Group C. They're minus 205, followed by Austria, Ukraine, and uh, North uh, Macedonia. Austria is plus 450. Ukraine is plus 475. I only mention Ukraine because I was reading a Sports Nation article today that said Ukraine. They believe Ukraine is going to win Group C, and I don't know how. 
because uh, we could, we go to Sports Nation for all our 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 news, right? <laughs> like that's who we it go was, to for all this. It was just it was a it was an interesting article. I think the Netherlands runs away with this. Another team that kind of dominates in international play. Yeah, I, I think that's fair to say. So far, there's no real surprises. They're typically in, in stage. You kind of pick it out um, yeah. until, we, until we get to the to the aforementioned group. Of e, e, yeah, the group of fuck. <laughs> group <laughs> F. Group D odds. England is the betting favorite. They're 245, followed by Croatia at plus 350. The Czech, the Czech Republic. Why do I always say Czechoslovakia? The Czech Republic uh, and Scotland to round out the group. England, like I said, minus 245. I love that Croatia bet, though. I love in- Croatia sitting there at three fifty. The two thousands and on England, or the 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 yeah, the two thousand and on England team does not play well internationally. <laughs> That's my thing. Like, I, it's kind of <laughs> like the Utah Jazz. Like you got to prove it to me, right? I have them slated to win the twenty twenty two World Cup, right? My way too great- early prediction. My way too early prediction. But I'm still one of those pragmatic betters. You got to prove it to me. They have so a great I like that team. Cro- I like that Croatia at plus 350. Yes, but Trent Alexander is not going to be playing. Yeah. That's already a blow. Yeah. Uh, group E odds, Spain is is the betting favorite at 286. Sweden is plus 650, then Poland and Slovakia uh, to round to round out the group. I don't I don't see any any money in this. Busquets got COVID. I wonder if any other Spaniards are going to end up contracting COVID. Maybe a situation to watch if 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 they do go down. Who do you have? You think the quality of of Spain's B team is better than Sweden or Poland? I think if that happens, I think Poland can catch him sleeping purely based on one man, though. <laughs> Who is that? Is he good at his? He good at international soccer? Or is he nah, he doesn't have any. He doesn't have any individual awards, so I don't think so. <laughs> All right, yeah, and then our our favorite, the group that I'm looking forward to, I can't speak for you, Jermaine, but the group that I'm looking forward to, the aforementioned Group F odds, France at plus 148, Germany at plus 165, Portugal at plus 300, and uh, Hungary at plus 4,000. I'm hammering Hungary. No, I'm not. That's a joke. France at plus 148. I We're giving out free money on this show. I don't know why people, like, people need to listen. That's just we need to title it, free money. Plus odds for France. Plus odds. Like, I would give, if I were making the odds, I would make France a minus 110. That's as low as I would go with France. Minus 110. Because wh- Germany destroyed Latvia? Where, where, <laughs> what? Wh- these odds makers don't watch sports. Germany is not, Germany should be the third best team in this category. This Portugal's is a got a lot of talent right now, too. This is a Portugal team that always shows up for international tournaments as of late and always has some young wonder kid that comes out of nowhere to get signed by Real Madrid or Bayern or Barcelona. <laughs> and then they don't live up to the hype. And then they don't live up to the hype, and then they go back and dominate with some low-level EPL team or some low-level Lazio. Spanish. Yeah, or, yeah, <laughs> at, yeah, yeah, or a Serie A team. So I, the, France at plus 148. That is... Uh, Incredible. If you me. want to fuck around, uh, Portugal at plus 300. I do like that. That's yeah. just really good odds. I mean, for France to not live up to the hype, that's... Especially with Didier Deschamps already being bitch-made. Yeah. 
Do you see what he did? No. Mourinho's like, yeah, looking at France with all the talent they have, he's like, if if they don't win the Euros, they can't look at this campaign as anything more than a failure. <laughs> That's a pretty reasonable assessment. Yeah. And That's- he came back and he says, yeah, I thought the same thing about Tottenham the last two years. What? Fucking Deschamps, just petty as fuck. I can't wait till that fucking needing a dentist ass is out of there. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't see who. I can't see on Bavada the the qualify who actually qualifies for um the uh, Euros. I'm not seeing it on here. But let's so let's go over goal goal score odds. So I'll give you the top. I'll give you the top uh four or top five. I'll give you top six. Screw it. Uh, Harry Kane leads the field plus 550. Roman Lukaku at plus 650. Kylian Mbappe at plus uh, 800. Cristiano Ronaldo plus 1,000. Karim Benzema plus 600. And uh, Memphis Dupay at plus plus 1,600. Excuse me. Benzema is also plus 1,600. Yeah, the last two were plus 1,600. Yeah, yeah, plus 1,600. I, I, I like... So one thing about Mbappe is he doesn't score goals with the French team. Yeah. Like the World Cup, he had a ma- that magnificent run, but since then he does hasn't really scored a lot of goals. It's just the way he plays the game. He's so good at all the positions, move him around too much for him to always be a threat. Um, Correct me if I'm wrong. Harry Kane should not be the betting favorite. I don't think so either. I actually like Romelu Lukaku. I was going to say Lukaku gets Lukaku Jesus gets bags of goals. And, and I, I feel like every time I look at a Belgian game, he's scoring. And is Hazard healthy? Uh he is. He's on here plus 3300. That that's a, that's a meaty bet. <laughs> yeah, Eden, Eden Hazard at plus thirty three hundred. Timo Werner at plus twenty five hundred. Serge Gnabry at plus twenty five hundred. Lewandowski at plus twenty five hundred. Uh, Griezmann at plus two thousand. Immobile at plus two thousand. Raheem Sterling at plus twenty five hundred. Yo, Lewandowski. Uh, he plus doesn't really want to set him up though. He's no, that's that's a problem. Oh, I like that one a lot too. I didn't even think of him. Who? That's a good one. Bruno Fernandez plus four thousand. Yeah. Yep. Because P- Portugal, I don't know what it is, man. Portugal <laughs> they, always. I I, I feel like I don't up. know their players, and then they come into these tournaments and do really really well. And you never know them again for another two years. And they're like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I remember that guy when he scored. <laughs> yeah, he's been playing on. Like, who was uh, that dreadlock dude? You remember the dreadlock dude? Are you talking like, about Pepe? No, big, oh. big, big, like African American looking dreadlock dude. Yes, Renato Sanchez. What happened to him? <laughs> I have no clue. Dude. He was like the quickest dude in the world at the World Cup, and I think he played for Bayern for a little he bit. Got, and then, he signed somewhere and flamed out. I think it was like, Bayern, like horribly. All right, so that's 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 goal scorers. So you, so you, I, there, there's some, there's some value there. If, if, if we do a little bit of, a little bit of searching. Gaku, Fernandez, and it's always fun to bet uh, Ronaldo. Yeah. It all, you got to do it. You got to do yeah, it. Just plus 1,000? Yeah. Ronaldo plus 1,000? Come yeah. on now. All right. So out, so here's outright winners. So I'll give you outright winners. I'll give you the top. I'll give you until it gets ridiculous. 
England plus 500, France plus 500, Belgium plus 600, Italy plus 800, Spain plus 800, Germany plus 900, Portugal plus 900, the Netherlands plus 1400, Denmark plus 2500, and Croatia plus 3300. Why does Croatia always seem to find themselves in the final of a major tournament? I think that's recent memory. Is it? Yeah, because well, recently I mean, they've been they, doing they it. They were in were in the World Cup, but before that, the the Euro final was France versus Portugal. Yeah, England plus five hundred. I don't like that. France plus five hundred. I don't really see like. Can I bet England not to make the final? Can I bet Germany not to make the final? Yeah, I'm sure you can, but the odds are not in your favor. Yeah, I think so. There's one. There's precedent in French history, right? So when France won the ninety-eight, ninety-eight World Cup, was it ninety-eight? Yeah. Yep. When they won the ninety-eight World Cup, they won the two thousand Euro. Mm-hmm. So I think you just lend it to fate a little bit, right? Yeah. You just say you just say plus five hundred. Fuck it, roll the dice. Put a thousand on it. Yeah. Put a thou wow. A thou wow. A fat, a fat stack, if you will. Put a thou out. Honestly, because I'm looking at this, and I'm not really thrilled by any of these teams. No. <laughs> I'm, like, looking at it. I'm like, nobody – England is the team, but like we said, I was like, I'm not betting them. They're the Utah Jazz of soccer, bro. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I, – I, yeah. I, I don't – I don't know. I don't think Carl Malone and John Stockton are walking through that door – England doesn't have a chance, bro. I just don't. I just don't think England is needs to be this this hyped yet. I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see if our prediction is right. If England will is this hyped in the Euros? All right. So pick a final. Two teams. Who's who's you battling out? Who do you got? Who do you I say? Got, How do you say? Oh. I, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go bold because I know you're not gonna pick this, and I just like picking stuff that you don't pick because I don't like it when we agree all the time. France. <laughs> you know what? You know what? No, 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 no. I think France is going to come out of Group F and they're going to be battered and bruised. And I think these young kids have a lot of pressure on them, like you said, French history. And all that, and if they don't win the Euros, pressure is going to get to this French this French team. I'm going in the year of our Lord 2021 when everything has been so haywire and Euros get moved. We're getting a return to historical greatness. It's going to be a Spain Italy final. Wow, Spain Italy, Spain Italy. Eric, find me the odds for a Spain Italy final. Bro, that's plus 8,500 at least. Spain-Italy final? Spain-Italy final. Whew. All right, I'm going France-Belgium. France, yeah, that, I, could, I could definitely see that happening. E, what is, e, e, what is your, what is your uh, thoughts on the Euro? France versus France in the final. <laughs> France. <laughs> just, they're just going to give it. France is going to get to the final. They're like, oh, nobody else. Just give it to France. E, e has to love the e, e has to love as someone as a self-professed non-soccer fan and he said this I'm just quoting him at this point as someone who does not watch soccer and really just blindly follows both Chelsea and the French national team 
he's very excited at that plus 148. Is this true, Jermaine? I mean, you've you you hung, you've seen him face to face. Is this true? He just blindly follows. He doesn't really f- like watch soccer. He doesn't know soccer, bro. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> all right so we got some fun little props at the bottom of this little doc that he is making me scroll to but odds to concede the most euro 2020 goals finland plus 700 hungary plus 700 north macedonia plus 800 scotland plus 900 <laughs> wales plus 1200 it's gotta be hungary right <laughs> <laughs> they are gonna be so just like that Hungary game for France, Portugal, and Germany is just going to be an outright whooping. Like they, <laughs> they're not even like, making like, it out of group stage. They're going to have <laughs> no goals. There, I mean, like I, plus seven hundred is great. I I might take that. Yeah. All right. I so might be, I might be depositing some money tonight so I can take all these ridiculous bets. Odds to score the most Euro twenty twenty goals. You ready? Yeah. So this is this you're gonna like this based on your final you picked. Spain plus five hundred, Belgium plus five hundred, England plus five hundred, France plus six hundred, Netherlands plus six fifty, Italy plus seven hundred, and Germany Germany plus nine hundred. It's got to be Belgium, right? I feel why, why do I feel like Belgium just brings baskets of goals to to this? I don't know. I'm not. I don't know if I agree with you. I don't think I agree with you. I like, I mean, France is, France has Kareem Benzema now. Yeah. Kareem Benzema, Griezmann, and Mbappe. And then they got Drew super, is Drew on the roster? Is he super subbing off the bench? Yes. Yeah, he's there. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> give me France. I mean, yeah, give me that's, France. That's, yeah, at what, at what? What did you say France was? Plus, Plus 600? 600. It's not bad. <laughs> uh, total missed penalties under ten, over ten. <laughs> I feel like this can be just dis- this can be destroyed in like one game. <laughs> like one is this the entire tournament? E. It's just the entire tournament. Like what yeah, if we go to a, like, yeah. what if we go to a shootout? Like I don't know if shootouts count. Do they? I don't know. I don't think they do. Yeah, they're not included. Huh. Wow. There you go. Total yellow cards? 175 over 185? I don't 175 know. yellow cards? <laughs> that can't be right. I just love this bet here. Between 175 and 185 is plus 225. How do you not bet that? If you They're if you ha- don't if you don't care about the euros and you just love wasting money, take this total total yellow card bet between 175 and 185. I might take it just to take it, just to have some fun. Are they really doing 175 yellow cards in a euro? You you think it's an under? You 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 see you seem mind blown right now. Mind bottled. A hundred and seventy five yellow cards is a fuck time. Oh so the two thousand sixteen euros had two hundred and five. Get the fuck. 
fuck out of here. That the, sounds so large to me. The 2000. <laughs> My brain the is two, dirty, dude. The 2012. Oh, uh, Euros shit. had. Let me let me look it up real quick. <laughs> wow, that was two hundred five. That's pretty funny. The two thousand. Uh, well, it's the two thousand twelve only had one hundred and twenty three. That's more like it. Thank you. One hundred seventy five. <laughs> God damn. I know. I know. I didn't help anybody out with those two things that I just said. <laughs> Yo, I like that Italy striker for for top score. Immobile. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna put. A, I'm, gonna put a, I'm gonna put a lot of money down tonight. This is bad. Yo, odds to win Euro best player. You ready? Yeah. Mbappe eight hundred. De Bruyne nine hundred. Griezmann twelve hundred. Ronaldo fourteen hundred. Kane fourteen hundred. Fernandez two thousand. Pogba two thousand. Jota. <laughs> that sounds wrong. <laughs> oh damn! I just said a Spanish curse word on the podcast. <laughs> Woo! D- I'm just not. I'm just skipping him. <laughs> he did uh, his honor. I can't, can't gather. Plus twenty five hundred. Sancho plus twenty five hundred. I don't know. That's best player is always so hard to pick. I'm not seeing any uh, Italian or Spain players in here, so I don't want it. I don't want to touch it. Yeah, I don't really like that at all. I think if you're going to go anyone, you're going to go either Fernandez or uh, one of the French players. Yeah. I think Pogba's too high. Yeah. I don't think Pogba's good in a very long time. And poor just like, like they're holding out hope. And I'm like, he's <laughs> – the dude turns the ball over all the time. He's in constant terrible position. He's a detriment to your squad at, at most. Uh, anyways, I'm getting sidetracked. All right, best goalkeeper: Lori plus four five, four fifty, Cotua plus four fifty, Neuer plus five fifty, Pickford seven fifty, Lopez nine hundred. Then another guy with no odds. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't. Can I not pick one? Like I don't. I don't know. We always go Neuer. Yeah, it's got. (laughs) I mean, I mean, Germany's defense is horrendous. People, you say that every year, though. Germany's defense is horrendous, and Manuel Neuer is still the best goalkeeper in the world. You need to pick Neuer. Yeah, I don't know how far Germany's gonna go, but. Probably nowhere with that. Uh, <laughs> Spain and Italy. Spain and Italy final, by the way, plus twenty eight hundred. All right. So, for those of you taking notes, we threw out a lot of good bets. You should ride some, not all, because that's a lot of money. But with that being said, that's going to wrap up our Euro. We'll see you in a few weeks' time when some of these games are played, and it's a little more concrete on what's going to be happening to see if Nick is correct or I'm correct. Let's move into standing out. Nick, you want to take the first one? Yeah. So, standing out for this week, this episode 68, uh, the first female player was drafted into the OHL. So, uh, Taya Curry became the first female player selected in the OHL draft. Uh, She is a goalie. Uh, She's 16-year-old, and she went to Sarna in the 14th round. She's been playing AAU boys hockey for seven seven seasons. It's just kind of cool to see, like, 
that like and and there's like if, if you guys go if you guys uh google this there's a link on the nhl.com's page and she does not it, you know, if you didn't tell me that if, if you didn't see her flow bucket you could not tell <laughs> that she was that she was a girl she looks like a regular goalie that's not again that's not to say that goalies can't be women but i mean it was it, it is it, it is pretty cool to see to see this so good job ohl yeah congrats to ohl and taya curry especially uh that'd be interesting to see what she does that's <laughs> kind of fun but yeah, uh, I, we'll move I, I wonder if she'll i wonder if she'll keep playing in the ohl like if this is a a big thing for her yeah, she goes. So she can still technically go to college as well, though, or is she in? College? She cannot. No, she is. She is now uh, disqualified from going. Uh, Good for her. Make money. Yeah, yeah. All right. So, college athletes. Speaking of college athletes making money, professional podcast. So, Twitter announces landmark deal with college, saying that college athletes can now monetize video and other posts on their platform. This comes in large wakes of multiple cities and states passing laws that are allowing college athletes to use their name and likeness to profit off of themselves. And currently, the NCAA is going through multiple meetings to try to establish a baseline for what they can use to earn money. And they're trying to have the rule in place by July 1st. But it is the NCAA. National can't agree on anything association, so <laughs> they're probably not going to have anything approved for these athletes. So con- shout out to the local representatives who actually took care of these kids. Shout out to Twitter who's actually making it beneficial for these kids. And, uh, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I mean, I, I, it's, 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 it's about damn time, right? I, that's that's really all I'm gonna say about it. Start start doing it so that they can do everything. That they can make money off their likeness for everything. And so you don't have to be Johnny Manziel and sign autographs in hidden rooms for three grand. Yeah, crazy, unreal. And Simone Biles wins her seventh national title in dominating fashion. It wasn't even close. Yeah, no. She she's. She's performing st- flips and stunts, or I don't know the names of the moves. I think double awesome back, double double back handspring. <laughs> but she's performing moves, and the reporters keep going. Why do you keep doing these uh, difficult maneuvers, even though you don't get more points for difficulty? She's like, "Cause I can." <laughs> What's her response? Cause I'm me. Yeah. All right. Let's <laughs> so. Shout out Taya Curry, Simone Biles, and collegiate athletes. Not everywhere. Some places. Somewhere. Sta- standing O to you, ladies and gentlemen. We'll move on to find him and cut him. Turkish court sentences people's thousand years to people's two people <laughs> to a thousand years in prison for con- conspiring to fix Fenner. Bo- Fenner. I always mess this name up, dude. You got it. Fen- Fenerbahce games. Yeah. It's not right. Okay. <laughs> it's like Fenerbahce. I don't know. It's a Turkish club. And I've seen them play, but I never know how to say that name. And so it's Hidaya Karaka got sentenced to 1,406 years. That was a, she, that was a media executive 
So they owned a media conglomerate in Turkey. And then you had Nazmi Ardik sentenced for 2,170 years. This is a police chief. This all stems from match fixing in like 2011. This stems from a lot of people backing uh, a candidate in 2016 that was trying to overthrow Turkish government and take power. And so these people were said to have backed that person and conspired to fix these games to undermine Turkish authorities' power. And that is why we are looking at a whopping 3,500 years in prison. <laughs> I, I mean, at, at some point, like, can we find and cut the Turkish government at the risk of, of being put on this list? For yeah. like, if if you were the judge here and like they appealed it, you would definitely have to be like, you know what, you're right. I'm sorry. We'll cut your your we'll cut it in half. You know what? No, we'll reduce it to ten percent of the sentence. There you go, Nazmi. You only get to serve two hundred and seventeen years. Yeah, I don't just two hundred seventeen. <laughs> Unreal, dude. That's such a large astronomical number. I don't even understand what's happening there. Uh, if we are going to find and cut the Turkish government, just understand that we are now friends with Ennis Cantor, and we are no longer welcome into that country, and we will uh, be thrown into one of the world's worst jails. Ah, uh, well. Darn. Guess take uh, take uh, uh, Istanbul off your travel destination this summer. <laughs> All right. You want to take the next one, brother? Yeah. So PGA fan, PGA, PGA tour. Uh, this is this is what we talked about last podcast. This this feud that I love seeing brewing in the golf world. This Bryson DeChambeau, the nerd, the diet, the guy that hits balls a mile. Against Brooks Kepka, who's just your all-American guy. He's the jock. He just goes. He drinks. He parties. He's the cool guy. He's the golfer everybody wants to hang out with. And they have a little bit of a rivalry. It, culmul- it, it cumulated. Culminated. I don't culminated. Culminated. God, that's a that's a ten dollar word. Took me out back. It, <laughs> it, it, it culminated in after the PJ Championship. There was a video of Brooks Kepka talking, and Bryson DeChambeau walked behind him, and Brooks Kepka rolled his eyes. If you haven't seen it, go watch it out. Go go watch it. So this this weekend at the memorial, fans started chanting Brooksy at DeChambeau. Him and his caddy pointed out fans, and the PGA tour tossed them out of the event. This wasn't they weren't swing they weren't doing it while he was Oh, here's the thing. So for the record, Bryson DeChambeau said that he did not point anyone out, but the PGA was swift to make to make moves to get them out. And he did say they were doing it during his backswing. Sure. Yeah, I don't have any proof on that. It's his word versus those fans, and obviously the fans got thrown out, but you know, this is Charmin made. Golf, uh, golf has to be. I mean, golf has to be the lamest sport in terms of like fan interactions. Not if you're in Phoenix. No, I I know that, but like <laughs> that's that's one course. No, I know. I'm with you. I'm just golf. Golfers are bigger prima donnas than baseball players. Than soccer players. <laughs> okay, yeah. 
What is what what is what is the what is the ranking of prima donna sports? Give me your top three. Do we just name them? No, hold on. Man, it's gotta be because because soccer players are prima donnas, right? But they still run like six miles a match. Yeah, I don't know if it's actually soccer players now. Bowlers. There's 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 so like there's so many good choices here. It would have to be NFL quarterbacks, NBA superstars, <laughs> and then golf players. <laughs> I'm gonna no? say, I yeah, that's good. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go golfers number one. Golfers uh, number one. Golfers then number NFL, one. Then NFL quarterbacks. No MLB pitchers. <laughs> Dude, because they hurt when the wind blows. That, but also, like you see sometimes when, like the whole, like the the whole throwing behind people, throwing. But what that's I, I, there are instances where that where that where yeah, that sh- should happen in a game, I believe, because you can't punch somebody in the face in, yes, in, in baseball in hot, like you, as a revenge thing. But if you're gonna hang an absolute butt pitch and it gets hit out of the ballpark and a player celebrates in your face you don't get to throw at the next player or throw at him the next time he comes up you just need to make a better pitch it's literally your job that you didn't do well yeah that's why i don't agree with you like if you suck strike him out next time yeah yeah they're a prima donna though and also yeah so so golfers MLB pitchers, and I, I have to go with you in the NFL quarterbacks. They have to be the biggest, the <laughs> biggest baby. You can't even hit them, dude. And, hot, and, and you know what? I'll, I'll add a bonus one. Hockey defenseman. No, that's completely false. <laughs> yeah, that's the antithesis, bro. Yeah. Yo, but NBA superstars, four. Has to be NBA uh, Yeah, no, I agree with you. I, I liked yours, yeah. The NBA superstars are just so whiny. It's unreal. A foul foul has never been committed by LeBron James in in the the history of his career. Or Tim Duncan. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, No no fouls. That's what my my father always used to say, that no foul has ever been committed in in MLB history. Tim Duncan has Dirk Nowitzki's hair at home. He still has not committed a foul, bro. (laughs) It's unreal. He actually sewed it into his newly found dreads post-retirement. Tim Duncan is the suave old now. <laughs> Where the hell did this happen, bro? He's Dr. J cool all of a sudden. Yeah. He's 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 pretty cool. Now we're moving on to uh <laughs> the, the United States Navy, Nick. <laughs> I'm gonna let you take this one. Go ahead. All right. So the United States Navy denied undrafted rookie uh Cameron Kingley's request to delay commission to play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Which, because, and and here's the reason that they did it. Because if you can't bring instant notoriety to the United States Navy, they're going to make you serve your commission. I know multiple people that have played on, that played on the Navy's baseball team and got drafted. But because their name isn't Keenan Reynolds, and they weren't going to bring instant notoriety, to the Navy and they weren't going to instantly boost up and he's just going to go and he's going to put in hard work and he's going to maybe make the buck squad. And those guys that on were going to toil in a minor league organization for a while and maybe make it to the league. The Navy was like, no, you have to serve this. 
If he's a good enough athlete, slap a Navy bumper sticker on his practice jersey. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I, then, like, like <laughs> the NFL loves the military. Why? Why aren't you just getting him in front of everything? The uh, Navy poster boy, bro. Ah, uh, the 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 the. N- NFL likes to monetize the military. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. I don't <laughs> yeah, think they the I don't think they love them. I don't think they love the military. It lets them line their pockets with tons of money. They love the military. That's true. <laughs> I, I'll give All you, you need to do is put Cameron Kinley intercepts Tom Brady. Doesn't have to be true. Yeah. And that the Navy just is- and the Navy just got fifteen thousand new recruits. Boom. There it is. Exactly. Yo, this dude played Navy ball. Maybe I go to the Navy and I pick off Tom Brady. You know, he's going to be playing. <laughs> he's going yeah. to be playing. He's going to be playing. <laughs> <laughs> he definitely is. All right. So Turkish. Uh, well, it's actually the two people who we're finding, not the Turkish government. Well, actually, yeah. and the Turkish government now, because uh, apparently we don't value our lives. <laughs> well, watch, watch, watch your backs, everybody. <laughs> we're uh, finding kind of the PGA Tour and DeChambeau. The Crambo, and uh, we're also finding the Navy for denying this young man's opportunity to play in the league. How shitty, dude! How shitty! Yeah, it's a dream come true for him. He can still serve once he's done. God, that's so shitty. Anyways, that's fine. I'm gonna cut him. Let's move on to trivia. So, we asked you at the beginning of the show due to the Lakers' three point loss, and apparently, LeBron's been. Taken out back and buried. He's never playing another NBA game again. Um, suffered their second largest playoff loss against the Phoenix Suns. What is the largest playoff loss in Lakers history? Would you like to wager a guess? Nicholas Chachan. In, in playoff history, correct? Playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? It's playoffs? It's got to be like 20 points or something. 20 points. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, considering, they, considering they just got beat by 30, I guess that was a stupid answer. <laughs> yeah. That was a stupid answer. Would you like to take another guess? <laughs> yeah, 30. <laughs> <laughs> the Los Angeles Lakers' biggest loss was in game six of the NBA Finals versus the Boston Celtics in the year of our Lord, 2008. Kobe Bryant facing elimination goes against the big three and suffers a whopping 39 point beatdown. Mm. Proceeds to cry and vows to never allow it to happen again, winning the next consecutive two titles. Well, I guess, you know, put up or shut up. So I guess we're betting Lakers to win next year, right? Yeah. Based on way, that, obviously. Way, way too early prediction. Well, LeBron's dead, so we can't. Oh, that's right. LeBron's dead. That's what sports talk shows tell me anyways. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. As always, this has been Podcast Room 303, Episode 68. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Podcast Room 303. You got anything for them, Nick? No. Thanks for th- thanks for you, you guys who continue to listen. For you guys who just tuned in on this, I hope you like it. Keep listening. Keep giving us feedback. And, uh, yeah, we appreciate all of you. Yeah. All right, with that being said, for Intern E, for Nicholas Morhan, and for myself, Jermaine Colon Mendez, we'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room. <laughs>